Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Off the Record with Mackenzie Tibbet. Um, no, why did that sound like I'm just now speaking to you for the first time in my life? Anyways, um, I'm the room that I was going to record in had people in it, so I'm in my apartment room. And so, if the person on the other side of my wall and like the other unit is home, hi girl. I hear you all the time, so guess what? You get to hear me today. Anyways, um, yeah, welcome back to the podcast. Are we proud of me for like remembering to do it this week or just having something this week, you know, putting something together? Because I am a little bit. I always have things, but then I like tell them to other people and I don't save it for the podcast. And then I have like this weird thing of like, oh, well, if I told it to this many people, then I can't say it in my podcast. Like, I don't know, which like makes no sense, right? But in my head, it does if you hear like anybody revving their engine it's because my apartment is facing like the main street and people have to compensate for things right and so they rev their engines and we don't know why and we don't like them for doing it because they also like to do it in the wee hours of the night and i mean like 4 a.m anyways um yeah let's just jump into this week's episode we got it's a hodgepodge of everything because that's what I wanted to talk about. You know what we got to do. You know what time it is. We got to catch up. Mackenzie's week. Mackenzie, what have you been up to? Well, let's just what I'm the side of TikTok that I'm on right now, first of all, is like the weirdest strangest con- combination. It's Gret- Greta Van Fleet TikTok, which is like if you have if you have not heard if heard of Greta Van Fleet, go look them up. They swear they're not inspired by anybody, but I don't know. I think they are. Anyways, their music is kind of like a mixture. It's 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 like giving me like 70, 60, like 70s rock inspired kind of thing. But they swear they're not inspired by anything. I'm like, okay, so you, anyways um maybe maybe their definition of being inspired by something is different than mine like in my head it's like you you could literally listen to one song by led zeppelin and then you could start a band that's whatever and like 70s rock inspired and in my head a little bit it's kind of like well you may not be directly inspired by them but like indirectly you might have a little bit of influence you know what i mean Anywho, anyway, the other part of TikTok that I'm on is like Pledge Master t- TikTok. And I know quite a few Pledge Masters or whatever, like fraternity Pledge Master people. And so I have this weird combination switching from like these little musical elves in their velvet jumpsuits to like people like bossing people around to do random things. It's it's just weird. Um, I don't really know why I needed to share that. But the most important thing, though, about this week so far so my new water bottles came in. Some people are a hydro flask girl. I'm not one of those people. I, for some reason, I like will forget to like, for some reason, like metal water bottles, like make water taste weird to me, if that makes sense. Like, I don't know what about it, but it does. And then I didn't want to get one with a straw because, and this might be like nobody, you can skip ahead if you want, but basically I'm just going to keep talking about my water bottles. Um, Basically, if I were to get one with a straw, I would forget to clean it and then my water would taste weird and then I might get sick. And I just like needed a water bottle that for one wasn't metal and didn't have a straw because that's also like the it basically I needed one that required the least amount of work. What does that say about me? I don't know, you can take a guess. Anyways, but I got I'm a Nalgene girl. I'm a Nalgene bottle girl. I'm very picky about my water bottles too as you could tell. So I got like these, the Nalgene bottles and I have two of them now. Let me just tell you. So I got one that's like hot pink with a teal 
um, lid and it's like a narrow lid. So it's not going to like splash water all in your face. You know what I mean? And it's dishwasher safe, no BPA. I love it to death. And it's just so, it's so cute. And the Ruby one or the, the pink one's name is Ruby. And then I have a lilac one. It's like the bottle's lilac. And then the top has like this teal string, like strip with an orange lid. And there's like a little lilac button on top. And her name is Lily. Anyways, um, love them to death. So Lily and Ruby are my new, you know, emotional support, you know, water bottles. Anyways, also to catch up. This past weekend, I went to the Luke Combs concert. Let me just tell you, that man can sing. And that man can throw one of the best concerts. Because one of the things that I think that, like, determines whether or not somebody's, like, actually musically gifted is if they sound similar to their record, like, live. You know what I mean? He sounds exactly like his record. And not that I expected anything less. But, like, it was just such a good concert. And something also is that, like, I'm... Even though people pay a lot of money to be down front and, you know, pit tickets, I guess is what you could call them. I think that the true fans sometimes are the people that are in the like the nosebleeds because they will get there and they will want to watch every single person who's performing, like all the beginning people, all like, you know, before the main artist shows up. Like it was a pack. I, I sat in nosebleed seats. So not to toot my own horn, but I am a true fan. Anyways, so like the nosebleed section will be full from the very, very beginning of the concert until the end. Whereas like the rest of the arena won't really be full until the main artist is about to come on. So, I mean, like, it's not like a thing of like, oh, I'm better than you. But like, it is like a thing of, you can kind of tell who's more passionate to be there. I I, I feel like it's just, but yeah. And then the, the girl that was sitting behind me. So I, okay, so backtrack. I went with my friend Amber. We grew up together. We're like really good friends from high school. And we went and that's who I went with. But the girl behind us, her dad came up to her like she was sitting with like two of her friends. Her dad came up and was like, hey, this lady just offered to upgrade our tickets to floor. Do you want to go or do you want to stay here with them? And she goes, I'll stay here with them. I would have left my friends in a skinny second. I would have been like, so I'll see y'all after and gone down to the floor. I don't know. Maybe she just like hit her head. But anyways, um, that concert was amazing. One of my friends got Luke Combs hat which jealous and it was just like such a good concert that's all i gotta say it's just so good but that same night there was also a little baby concert at like an outdoor arena i don't remember which one though i think walnut creek i don't know i don't know i don't know anyways um but something that i have to say though about rap concerts i don't think i could like go i have never for for reference though i've never been to a rap concert but i don't think that i could go to one and actually have like a for real good time because unless it was like a cult favorite like Drake or Kanye or like Travis Scott or even Travis Scott I don't know because like so many of them use such strong auto-tune that for one they probably don't sound anything like their actual like records and also most people go to rap concerts I feel like most people that I feel like go only know two songs and then you think about those really fast rapping parts. Like if Eminem got on stage and did and rap, did rap God at a concert, it would just sound like a bunch of bees buzzing when he hits the fast verse because it's so, you know what I mean? Like you can't sing along. Anyways, I'm sure it was good, but like, you know what I mean? Anyways, I love going to concerts. My first concert actually was Hannah Montana, Jonas Brothers, Best of Both Worlds tour. I don't know 
my I, I think I went with like my my elementary school cheerleading squad and we all wore you know head to toe Hannah Montana my jacket at the time was a it was a de- blue denim jacket with hot pink um fuzz on the inside I wish I owned that jacket now and like fit into it because I would wear it all the time and I just remember we we got to ride in a limo to the concert and I was I we were like pimping out as these six-year-olds it was so much fun and got there and I had like there was like her tour bus was like hot pink and I took a picture with it and then it was I framed it in this huge like I want to say it was it was like a three by two frame and put it on my pink and purple tie-dyed wall bedroom wall at home I was the poster child for the early 2000s and um yeah, it was just really fun. I remember that concert so much. And I remember when Hannah Montana came out and she like took her wig off and sang a few songs as Miley. I was like, wow, she's so brave. She's so brave. It was like she people just don't know. And But it was funny. And then I've also been to Demi Lovato and Little Mix. That was a good concert. That was a good concert. Because that was when um, Perry was still dating Zane. So I had like a little One Direction fangirl moment. And then I've also been to like Thomas Rhett, Florida Georgia Line. Um who else? Carrie Underwood I've been to twice and she does really good concerts as well. But anyways, yeah. Bottom 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 line is love a good concert. Anyways, let's talk about the hamster that my roommates got. Okay. So going into this year, my roommates really wanted to get a hamster. They had one last year. His name was um Black Tar Heroin. Rest in peace. Um basically they wanted to get a hamster. We already had a cage. I just wanted to get another hamster because why not? So my, my roommates, Jess and Molly, go to Pet, I think it was PetSmart one day or Petco or whatever, wherever they sell hamsters. And they go and they pick out their hamster. And when they're checking out, the lady looks at them and goes, oh, so you got the mean one. First of all, why didn't you say anything? Anyways, so they bring him home in a little cardboard box. And he, this, this hamster, absolutely crazy. We didn't even have him for like 24 hours. He liked to, and like in his cage, he ha- there's like a high ledge and then there's like a middle low ledge. But at first, you know, he's like figuring out the cage. He goes on the lower ledge. Then he figures out that he can go up onto the higher ledge. And what does he do? Because what else would you do? He jumps off the high ledge to see if he can land. I don't know if he was trying to end it all, but like maybe he was. But we were nice to him. But like also I kind of I kind of get it. Like he, he liked to jump off that high ledge. I don't know if it was like adrenaline or what. But he liked to do it. And I kind of get it because sometimes like whenever I'm up on a high level of like anything, I immediately look, like want to jump because like not to, you know, die. But sometimes I look down and I think like, you know, you know what? I could land that. And, and maybe that's what he was trying to do. But anyways, but we had him less than 24 hours. And let me just tell you the the plan out of what happened, the events that happened. So I didn't know this, but apparently hamsters are nocturnal. So my roommate Molly goes out at like close to midnight and takes his little wheel out of his cage so he doesn't, you know, run on it all night and be loud as hell and keep us all up. So she goes and removes the wheel from the cage. At this point, we like we're pretty certain that he was still in the cage. Then it was like seven something in the morning and Molly wakes up, goes to make breakfast and the little hamster is sitting next to the coffee table just looking at her like, good morning, mom like outside of his cage and she's like oh shit because these little things move fast and so then she she sets up her camera and 
she had i think this is so funny she had time to set up her camera to record herself on snapchat to chase him around the island like three or four times and then he goes he starts heading down the hall toward her bedroom which her bedroom door is open because first of all she didn't know he was out of the cage and when she goes that way she launches through the she launches through the door closes it then he runs into the, the closet with like all of our cleaning supplies and the water heater and he then we they had to molly had to take all that stuff out at this point she's like screaming and stuff i think i was still asleep I don't know how I slept through it, but at this point, Jess had woken up, I think, and she, they had to like get all the stuff out of the closet, try to find him. Then he runs out, runs under the stove, and he's under there for a minute, and then Molly gets him out of there. Then he runs back through the, through the down the opposite way of the hall, goes under the dryer and washer, and he's in there for a minute, and that's when I wake up, and I open the door, and I'm like, what the heck is going on? And they're like, he got out, and I was like, Oh no, which I'm honestly kind of thankful that, not thankful that he got out, but kind of, well, kind of, because I didn't set my alarm that day for my 8.30 class. I ended up not going anyways because of the whole hamster situation, but like, had they not woken up screaming, woken, like, had I not woken up to, you know, like, I would have not woken up because I didn't set my alarm. Anyways, they finally managed to catch him under a, like, giant Tupperware storage container thing. And... Then they returned him. And then we decided that his name, because the whole time we had him, we had never named him. And so we finally decided that his name would be Beef because we had Beef with him. With him. And the issue, the grand issue, wasn't that he was mean necessarily. The issue was the cage. So we have like an older model of this cage, right? And it's like where the latch is, there should be like two more little bars to really close everything off so the hamsters can't get out. But ours has like a gap because it's an older model. The newer model has the little bars, but ours does not. And so like when, so like the old black tar heroin used to like stick his, stick his little head out and back, poke it back in every time. Like, and so they would put, push him back in, you know, but it took him like six months to realize that he could get out of the cage. It took this little dude less than 24 hours, less than 12 actually. So anyways, he was returned. And now we were, we were going to get a gerbil, but then we figured out that they have to live with other gerbils because they're like very sociable creatures and we're just not getting to. So here we are hamsterless and gerbilless, but, a little, but with a little bit more hamster catching street cred. So there is that. But yeah, he's a little crazy guy. Honestly, kind of miss him. He's fun. You know, he's fun and flirty and funky. But we did have a monkey over the other night. There was somebody's friend his name's peter he has a monkey and he brought him over unfortunately i was not here but i will be back the next time because i want to meet him and i hope his name is curious george because if not a great opportunity was definitely missed yeah so i had to say about that but you know rest in peace to blackdar heroin a dog ate him over the summer and beef we never want to see you again but i do kind of miss you Wonder who, wonder, wonder if anybody's adopted him since. Wonder how they're doing. Wonder if they named, named him Beef. Anyways, let's talk about Georgetown Cupcakes. If, I don't know if I've even talked, if I have talked about this before, but Georgetown Cupcakes have a very special place in my heart. Like, a very special place in my heart. And the reason we're talking about this is because Mackenzie is craving them and she needs to know if it's logical or not for her to order herself a dozen cupcakes to be shipped to Raleigh, North Carolina from Washington, D.C. and or Georgetown, whatever. Te technically, it's Washington, D.C. Anyways, so Georgetown cupcakes, my beloved. The first time I got Georgetown cupcakes, 
I knew exactly what I was doing. My family was up in DC for, I think it was like Memorial Day. It was definitely, it was springtime, Memorial Day. And I get like to make them take, like we're taking the Metro, right? Because we know how to use that. And then we get off at like, I forget where, I think some Metro stop, but it was nowhere close to the Georgetown Cupcakes. But only I knew that because I was the one routing everybody. But was I going to tell them? Absolutely not. So we get uh, we get off at this like at, at this um at the metro stop. I think it was like the closest metro met, metro stop to the cupcake shop, but it was still like a couple miles. So we get off, and we start walking. And my family's like, Mackenzie, how much further? How much further? For context, this was like during Ob- Obama's presidency. So like I was probably like anywhere between twelve and 15, 14 years old, because it it wasn't like the the last year. It was like somewhere in the middle, in the beginning. Anyways or it was probably 2010, 2012, somewhere in there. Anyways, so make them keep walking and keep walking. And they're like, McKenzie, how much further? McKenzie, how much further? We're going to turn around. McKenzie, how much further? We're going to turn around. It's like, no, it's coming up. It's coming up. It's coming up. We round the corner. There it is. But we also realized that when we round the corner, there's a line around the corner and the line is to go to Georgetown Cupcakes. Anyways, nonetheless, we stand in the line. We get two dozen cupcakes. And to this day, my family loves them and they do not complain about the fact that I made them walk probably a 5k. Anyways, I am in love with these cupcakes. I ordered them last year for my birthday and I had them shipped down to me and I want to do it again right now just for no reason other than I just really, really want them. My family has even like come up with their own rendition of their recipes. Like I don't think anybody else is such as, as big of a fan. I have custom aprons. Because when I was little, I wanted to own a cupcake shop. Like I wanted to be a cupcake like baker, not cake baker, just specifically cupcakes. Watched cupcake work. You know where I'm going with this? Do you know where I'm going? You know where I'm going. Anyways, but here's the thing: if I ordered like a dozen, and I keep telling everybody, like, all, like I told my roommates, like how much I love them, and I keep, I literally, if anybody's willing to listen, I will tell them how much I love these cupcakes. And if I were to order myself some. I don't think I'd be like willing to share to be like, oh my goodness, you should try it. Like I'll tell everybody that they, oh my gosh, you have to try it. But will I give them one of mine? Probably not. Because here's the thing. I don't want to get them and give them to somebody and be like, or like give them a little piece of it and then be like, oh, well, it's all right. Or like, oh, well, I don't really like them that much. They, they didn't really like it. Because I'll immediately be like, spit it back out. You can do it. Spit it back out. I like don't have the emotional capacity to like share these cupcakes. I don't think because of the possibility that somebody's just going to be like, yeah, you know, it's all right. Just all right. No. No, 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 no. No. No, no, they're not. They're better than that. So anyways, um if I did order a dozen cupcakes, I would eat the full dozen. The only people I would probably share with would be my family. Anyways, but they are delicious. And I think I want to what Okay, here's what I think I'm going to do. I think I'm gonna order some like right before exams just like for a kind of birthday slash happy end of happy exam like good like end of semester thing I think I'll do the same thing next semester I think like I can balance it out that way of like reason like logic you know being logical with it I guess anyways I like these if you ever find yourself in Georgetown if you ever find yourself in Basically, let's look up their locations. Georgetown Cupcakes. Locations. Period. If you ever find yourself, I'm getting ready to list them off. 
Okay, somewhere in Maryland. I cannot pronounce that. It starts with a B. New York City, Soho, Boston, Los Angeles, Atlanta. If you ever find yourself in any of those places, do yourself a favor and get a Georgetown cupcake. That is all. You guys, I could promise you that like this Monday I was living in the twilight zone. Like, let me just break it down. So I have an 8.30 class every single day of the week, except for Friday. Friday, I have no classes. But on Monday, I have an 8.30 class and I have, an, and I have a 10.15 class. I leave my dorm at about like, dorm, oh my gosh. Mackenzie, have you lost your damn marbles? I know you feel like a freshman, but you're not. You clearly live in an apartment. Anyways, I leave my apartment with like 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes till class starts because I have to walk like half a mile or so to get there. So I leave my apartment at the appropriate time, start walking to class. And on the way there, I get like this inkling, tinkling, spidey tense feeling to check my email, check my, you know, class thing to make sure for like any changes. I don't know why, but I just got like inkling, tinkling, spider, spider tingly feeling. And I don't see anything. Everything's normal. Walk to class, get there. Door's locked. Knock on the door. Nobody answers. Put my ear to the door. Don't hear anything. So I'm like okay, like, did did everybody else, like, walk to class, too? And then, like, you know, everybody realized that, like, class was canceled. Like, I don't know. So then I walk outside. And on, my, on my way outside, because I know I normally in between classes go sit outside anyway, so I just went to my normal spot, you know, to prepare for my next class because I was not about to, you know, hike back just to hike back again, you know? And so I go to sit outside, and on my way outside, I pass a girl that's normally in my 830 class. And, like, it's a small class. I don't really know her, though, so I was, like, I didn't really say anything, so I just, like, thought, immediately like you know assume that she did the same thing I did and that she was just hanging out so I go sit in my seat and then like you know whatever time goes by and it's time for my 10 15 class I leave like where I was sitting at like 10 08 to go back in the same building you know have a you know not be there too early not get there you know right on time you know what I mean so go in go to the classroom doors open lights are all on nobody's in there at this point I feel like I'm like being pranked because again no, no I, I didn't see anything in my email, didn't see anything on the little class forum thing, nothing. So then I'm like, okay, Mackenzie, like, I just like felt like I was losing my marbles. So I call my mother and I double check with her. I'm like, it's Monday, right? And she's like, yeah, it is. And I'm like, so riddle me this. And I tell her the whole thing. And she's like, I don't know, Mackenzie, did you check everything? Did you did it? And I was like, yeah, I did all those things. Did them more than once too. So anyways, Come to, come to find out, all I had to do was update my email to figure out that both of my classes were virtual. Did not know that. So, but I do have my Life360, you know, thank God my mother still tracks me as a, as a junior in college um, to know that, you know, to prove to my professors that I did in fact walk to class and, you know, told them the whole thing. They were like, oh, okay, no big deal, whatever. I was like, thank you so much. Anyways, speaking speaking of like the Twilight Zone also, and like it, it gives me Halloween energy. And speaking of, I am over the 90 degree weather. Today, the high, let, let me literally, what's the high? What's the high? What's the high? What's the high? Where's my thing that gives me my weather? Hello? Oh, here it is. The high today is, let's see, full forecast. The high today is, oh, it's 87, feels like 91. 
the high today is supposed to be 87, but it is, um, in fact, it feels like 91. Anyways, over it. Um, I, call me Wednesday Adams, but I, I want overcast skies, rain every day, crisp breezes, the whole, like, the whole nine yards, the lot. It's time for the oxymoron that is depressing weather providing me ultimate serotonin and happiness. I want it. I want a pumpkin patch. I want to paint a damn pumpkin. I want to wear black all the time. I want long sleeves, boots. I love it. And it's just not happening right now. And we're midway through September. And I know this is kind of normal weather for where I live, but I still just want it so bad. Anyways, um, on another note, teehee, sometimes I wish I did not like recognize social cues. I told you this episode was going to be a hodgepodge of everything. So if you're not buckled in and, you know, fastened in your seat, I don't know where I was going with that, but basically you should have been expecting this because I said it earlier. So if you're thrown off, too bad. Anyways, sometimes I wish I could not like recognize social cues because I cannot tell you the amount of times I can be, I'll be in a social situation and I can immediately be like, like read somebody. And I know this is a basic skill, but maybe I'm just a little too observant because like sometimes people, you know, they're like, you'll, you'll meet somebody's friend and they'll be like, oh my gosh, they're so funny. You'll love this person. And then like, I don't end up loving that person because what they think is funny is just like projecting their own insecurities and like insulting people in front of their face. Like, like I get it. No, I don't actually. Um, why are you being mean to people and calling it a joke? Because we all like to joke around, but I mean this in the sense of like, like, okay, for example, people are really like being a feminist, whatever. Cool. We like, if who doesn't like equality? Duh. But when you are in a situation and then you immediately like want to insult another gender and then call yourself, say, and then follow it with, oh, well, it's okay. I'm a feminist right after you say that. For example, if you want to come here and then like directly insult guys that are just trying to have a fun time and then just follow it with like, oh, well, I'm a feminist. Like, oh my God. I don't know who, who gave you whoever told you that was okay but it's, it's not and anyways but basically like it must just be like so fun for 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 one to not be able to read a room and every person in it and two like living with little to no clue like flying a plane without a license that it like like that's the energy it gives off you know like flying a plane without a license you're just up there and like we don't know what what you're doing but you're just having a good time because you don't realize what's going on and who people are and what they're doing i wish i could do that I wish i could anyways So a little bittersweet moment we're going to have right now, a little blast from the past. So the other day I ran into like an old friend, like not like ran into, ran into like, oh my gosh, hey, how are you? But basically, okay, so basically this is what happened. So the other day I ran into someone that like I hadn't seen in over multiple years that I went to school with growing up and like, and I knew I went to the same university as them. They like, they, I don't know if they knew like I went here, but like I knew I went to the same university that they did. But anyways, um. But I go to like the biggest university in my state. So like the likelihood of like seeing people that I know is slim but possible because outside of who I normally keep in touch with, you, I don't really see people. You know what I mean? But yeah, I saw this person and they were walking with a girl and we had never been like into each other. So it wasn't like that. But we both did a double take and like at each other. And it was, it was this sort of like and we did this sort of like nod like, hey, good to, like good to see you and kept like about our business. But I just really love seeing people doing well. And just love seeing people be happy. And that was like one of those moments because that person growing up, like 
we were never close like you know but we you know small town like everybody knows everybody and i just like remember this kid at, at one point being kind of a, like a wild child and then like i went back and and one of the awesome things like about growing up is that like when you run into those people it does give you a sense of like comfort even if you were never close with them you know and I ended up looking him up on social media the day after and the girl he was with is like his longtime girlfriend and they're so adorable I, I swear I'm not like being creepy I just think those kinds of interactions are like so wholesome and sweet of like bumping into somebody and just being like oh hey you know like even if it was like a silent nod I, was, I just thought that was like oh it was like oh and then I looked at them up and I was like oh and anyways and I was like oh Mackenzie stop being sentimental it's gross anyways this past week or week literally was it yesterday or the day before was the met gala and okay let's be honest here i wasn't really going to talk about it but i'm going to talk about it i don't know what the theme really was i think it was like american something and a couple things i while i did get some of the like references that people were making like some of them and the reason like i feel like some people really get their outfit get jumped so quickly is because people don't do the take the time to like research the inspiration behind these people's like outfits because it's not all surface level for example like Kendall Jenner a bunch of people were like and I originally said the same thing like I feel like I've seen this outfit on her a million times come to find out it's like inspired by an Audrey Hepburn look from a um from I forget what move what movie but it's like inspired by that. And even though Audrey Hepburn was, and she was like, she talks about it. She was like, even though Audrey Hepburn was British, she was kind of like the brunette, um, you know, like American beauty standard. Whereas like Marilyn Monroe was very much like the blonde beauty standard. You know what I mean? Like our beauty icon in America and like television and, you know, for, I mean, basically America's where TV and the arts is like flourished and most popular even around the world. So like, even though Audrey Hepburn was British, you see where I'm going? Anyways, but some people showed up and I just have no clue what was going on. For example, um, while I do understand Sean Mendez's outfit, it was kind of like rock and roll, kind of, but like very minimal. Like there was minimal effort there, I feel like. Camila Cabello, I just, I have literally no clue. She was in like this purple sequin thing. And one thing that I think just really didn't help her out is the way that the, her top was cut. It was cut kind of like not like a halter top, but like, I don't know what it's, but basically it just was not flattering, was not giving me, it was not giving what was supposed to be gave. And the only thing I connected with, I could connect it with was quite literally Barney. And I'm not trying to be rude, but it was this big purple dress and like America, purple. like I just didn't see where it was going, but that's the only thing I could connect it with if I was like really trying. And then there was, um, like I felt like Lil Nas X, he did wear his, his like outfit really well, it was, but it was, too similar and too soon to follow what lady gaga did with her you know um every time she like moved up the stairs she would have like an, re another outfit reveal under an outfit and that's the same thing that he did but it was just like too soon to follow what lady gaga did that i felt like it was just a copycat kind of thing and so like i think that that kind of dulled down his look at least for me and other than that all i gotta say is like, I just don't think that people really got the idea and theme of this year. Like, I wish Jennifer Lopez did a really good job, though. I liked her outfit. Hers was probably my 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 favorite from the entire Met Gala this year. But I do think that, like, people didn't really get it. Some people looked like they were going to prom, which I get is a very American thing. But, like, I mean, like it's the Met Gala. Like, you could do better. And 
meanwhile, I say this sitting here in my thrifted jeans and my thrifted t-shirt. Anyways, um, but like still, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't take a genius to realize that you could have been a little bit more creative at a literally the most creative fashion event of the year. And so I just think people just kind of, you know, let fashion down a little bit. And a lot of our favorites weren't there this year. Like Blake Lively didn't go. And that was kind of let down because like her, her, um, her, what was it? The, the burgundy dress that she wore that year that took like two something thousand or hundred hours to make with her like $2 million worth in jewelry. Like she, that's like still to this day, like when I think of the Met Gala, I immediately think of that dress and it was so, it's, it was so good. But I think this year, like a lot of people just missed out and missed the mark on the theme. And I like wish I would have seen like some quilt work. Like I know, um, uh, not Travis Scott. ASAP Rocky did like had like a little quilt moment, but it didn't look the way I felt like it should have. It looked more like a you know Captain Crunch blanket overlay, like he was just cold and asked for something, and that's what they pulled out. It didn't really look that good, and like I I wish there was some plaid. I wish there was some quilting. I wish there was more like if somebody had been invited who was like Native American, like that would have been really cool to see like somebody like do something like that. Lily, Lily uh, I think it was Lily Reinhardt though. She did have a dress that had like each of the state's flowers, which I thought was really creative and really very pretty. Actually, I, I really appreciated appreciated her look. I thought I thought it was very beautiful. But like, I feel like people just kind of missed the mark a little bit. Like it was, and like every guy just wore a suit. I'm sorry if Anna Wintour invited me to the Met Gala because like ultimately she gets to decide who goes. Like. I would have done the most anyways, but you know, and like, I don't know. Then again, I, like I, I say this again, like from, from my college dorm, my college apartment dorm, Mackenzie, you're, you're not in dorm. Anyways, you get my point. And lastly about like the Met Gala, I also, like I get, I know it was the American theme, but I think political statements on dresses are just a little like, just like, that's not fashion. It's not like, like kind of like literally read the room the like tax the rich dress that AOC was wearing like like I get what you're trying to do but like I just don't think that's like the pl- like the place for it it's like you know I don't know I think there's a time and place for everything and I think that was just kind of like annoying more than it was like good at all and then same with Cara Delevingne I think she was wearing something that said like I forget what it said it was like something I don't know I just thought it was like not appropriate for the event like I get like it's that's the point it's not supposed to be appropriate but to a certain degree it's like this is the most formal event in fashion and it's I don't know I think it's just like mm, I didn't like it okay everybody thank you so much for tuning in and listening if you did last week or if you didn't listen to last week's episode go listen to last week's episode it's good it's about back to school stuff and if you enjoyed this um, episode, please give it a um, thumbs up or like a good ra- or like a not a thumbs up. We're not on YouTube, Mackenzie. Um, a rate like a five star rating, if you could please, on um, Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to it. If you could rate it, I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys next week. Don't know what we're going to talk about yet, but you know, I I I will always figure it out. Anyways, I'll talk to y'all next week. Bye.